Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Slam Up Wrestling. Myself, Supreet, and this is the AEW Dynamite review for December 4th, 2019. If this is your first time on the channel, then make sure to hit that subscribe button and turn on the bell for all notifications. We here in Slam Up Wrestling cover all pro wrestling related stuff, including reviews for Raw, SmackDown, NXT, AEW Dynamite, and New Japan as well. So the show kicked off with a six man tag team match Dustin Rhodes and the Young Bucks versus. Proud and Powerful and Sammy Guevara representing the inner circle. Rhodes and Guevara started the match. Rhodes took control of the match early on with Nick Jackson and Matt Jackson coming in with triple super kicks. Matt Jackson followed it up with a couple of Northern Light suplexes to Guevara followed, followed it up with a double Northern Light suplex to Guevara and Santana. Jackson went to add Ortiz to the next Northern Light suplex but this proved to be too much for him. And the inner circle members pounded him to the mat. Duster Rhodes came in. Rhodes came back to change the tide once again for his team, dishing out three power slams in a row. He then headed to the top rope and took out Santana, Ortiz, and Guara with a cross body splash. Guara briefly had Dustin where he wanted him and hit him with a 450 splash for a near fall. Rhodes kicked out and tagged in Nick Jackson, who cleared the ring for his team. Guara briefly found another opening for his team. He took his eyes off the prize and took out his phone and started to vlog for his YouTube channel. He headed to the top row for a shooting star press, but ate stereo super kicks from the Young Bucks mid-air. The Bucks and Dustin finished the inner circle with a double Melzer driver into a senton before pinning Guara. I actually accepted less from the six-man, but it, but it proved to be a great opener. Following this, they announced that next week we will get the Young Bucks versus Proud and Powerful in a street fight so very much looking forward to it next up we got ray phoenix versus trent phoenix dominated most part of the match including the early stages phoenix kept pulling out his incredible high flying offense phoenix tossed trent into the barricade at one point trent cut phoenix in half with a spear the two kept throwing everything they had at each other but at the end, it was Phoenix who left with the win. After Phoenix had hit Trent with a Mexican muscle buster for the pin. Trent went to shake Phoenix's hand but Phoenix refused and pushed Trent away which left Trent attacking him. Chuck Taylor got involved and managed to pull Trent away and that was it. Next we had Cody in an interview segment. Cody was in the ring with Tony Shivani. He said that he hasn't been having a good time of late which included last week's beating at the hands of the Butcher and the Blade. He called out the Blade and the Butcher saying that if they had wanted a match they could have asked him. Cody added that when he needed someone to back him up they were busy with their own issues including Dustin and the Bucks who are in a blood feud with the inner circle. Cody then called out his former best friend MJF who threw in the towel at full gear during his match with Jericho. Cody said that the decision to throw the towel should have been his and his alone before going on to address the fact that MJF said he would never wrestle Cody again. Cody said that he really wanted to entice MJF into a match and offered him his four truck, his timepiece, a watch that was gifted from Tony Khan and a briefcase that was filled with $50,000 of cash. I had a feeling that Cody was going to go full Ric Flair here. 
You know that one time he threatened Eric Bischoff that, that he will strip himself naked on an episode of Nitro. It certainly looks like we will be getting MJF vs Cody eventually, although AEW are playing it slow for the moment, which I say is a good decision. And that's the reason why Cody is in this feud with the Blade, the Bunny and the Butcher. Alex Marvez interviewed Joey Janela who talked about his match with John Moxley. He said, unlike their last encounter, you will have to kill me this time. Moxley then showed up, all calm, cool and collected. He face palmed and just said, kids. We had another one of those Dark Order video packages and it's really getting creepy week by week. Nyla Rose vs Lever Bates Nyla made short work of Bates, taking her out with a boot as soon as the bell rang. Peter Avalon tried to get involved at this point but was unsuccessful. Rose hit Avalon and Bates with a double choke slam before pinning Bates following a beast bomb. Shanna came out to confront Rose after the match to take some revenge on Rose after she was powerbound by Rose a couple of weeks ago through a table. Shanna came in with a couple of strikes but was taken out with a power slam. The referee tried to stop Rose but Rose ended up sending the referee through the table. Camera cut to Britt Baker who recreated the same reaction she gave at war games. Look, people may call it a cheap shot but this one really popped me. Later on they announced that due to Nyla Rose's action she was suspended for the rest of 2018. Yeah, you heard me right, 2018. That's what AEW put on their website. Chris Jericho was out next. He came out with the big hurt Jake Hager. He called out the people of Champaign, Illinois saying that no one from the city has done anything of note. He then moved on to announce that he was, he was contractually obligated to be on the last dynamite of the year with an opponent of his choosing. He unveiled that he has a new list. The crowd popped. Jericho shut down the crowd and said it's not 2016 anymore. So this new list is called the Lexicon of Le Champion. So this list contained names of people he refused to wrestle. So the list of names was as follows. John Moxley, Cody Rhodes, Young Bucks, Papa Buck, Uncle Buck, Buck Owens, Moxley, Hangman Page, Diamond Dallas Page, Page, Moxley, Scorpio Sky, Two Cold Scorpio, any member of the Scorpions, Moxley, Michael Nakazawa, Kenny Omega, Kenny Ortega, Kenny Shields, Kenny Chesney, Kenny from South Park, Moxley, the chubby guy over here with the popcorn in the fifth row, the ugly guy with the dumb glasses over in the third row, Moxley, Darby Allen, Rick Allen, Alan Jones, Moxley, Evil Uno, Angry Dose, Hateful Trees, Moxley, Marty Skull, Marty Janedi, I don't know which Marty he was talking about. So that was the list. Luchasaurus, Jungle Boy and Marco Stunt, the Jurassic Express came out to interrupt Jericho. Jericho ran down all three members of the Express including Jungle Boy. Jericho called Jungle Boy unworthy of facing him and said that he wouldn't even last 10 minutes in the ring with him. Jungle Boy wasn't going to back down from Le Champion and slapped him across the face. This led to a scuffle that forced Jericho and Hager to make their way out of the ring. 
Le Champion threw a tantrum at ringside before making his way out. And that was it. So this is a possible match here. Chris Jericho going one on one with Jungle Boy on the December 18th episode of Dynamite. Not clear if it's a title match or not. In a way it makes sense to make this a title match even if Jungle Boy doesn't have a good win loss record. Keep in mind it's Jericho that issued the challenge here. Same reason why Scorpio Sky got a title match. Next up Chris Tatlander who looks like she will be playing a alien gimmick. She was facing Hikaru Shida. Chris Tatlander was all over Hikaru Shida in the opening stages of the match using her size difference to full effect. Shida briefly found an opening at, at ringside and set up a chair for a trademark move. However, Statlander caught her in mid-air and sent her straight into the barricade. Back in the ring, Statlander drove Shida into the ring post before hitting the ropes and returning with a vicious running dropkick. Shida used her experience to find an opening and locked in an armbar Statlander to get the foot on the ro bottom rope. Shida followed it up with a superplex from the top rope. She went on to follow it up with a running knee but Statlander moved out of the way and replied with an enzigiri. Statlander got a near fall off an electric chair drop at this point. Shida rolled Statlander up but only got a near fall. She followed it up with a running knee strike. Statlander replied with another suplex before hitting Shida with a finisher the Big Bang Theory to get the win and pinning the number one contender for the AEW Women's title. This match was great. Especially Statlander who looked great here and she's incredible in the ring for someone who's just been 3 years in the business. I was really shocked by the outcome here because I didn't expect Statlander to get the win here. So, so post match Brandy Rhodes and Awesome Kong came out. They called themselves the Nightmare Collective. Brandy asked Statlander to join the Nightmare Collective. A fan then came out from the crowd and offered to join the Nightmare Collective. So this fan ordered Rhodes and Kong to cut off her hair. Kong and Rhodes began to shave the head of this fan and that was the end of the segment. This was very much like the straight edge society thing from back in the day. Christopher Daniels vs Pentagon Jr. was next. This match was a result of what happened between the two after Pentagon had pile drivered Daniels on the entrance way a few weeks ago. So Daniels here didn't even wait for Pentagon to get into the ring and launched himself as Pentagon was making his entrance. Match finally began. It was Pentagon who was on the top looking as dangerous as ever. Pentagon tried to hit the package pile driver but Daniels escaped. Pentagon was still dominating at this point. Daniels fought his way back with a face plant and followed it up with a power bomb for a two count. Pentagon replied with a backstabber, spilled outside their entrance wrap. Back in the ring, Daniels hit Pentagon with the angel's wings only for Phoenix to come out and distract the referee. This gave Pentagon the opening and he didn't waste it. He hit Christopher Daniels with the package pile driver to leave with the win. This probably isn't the last we have seen regarding the feud between Pentagon and Daniels because this will transition into Lucha Bros vs SCU for the Tag Team Championships down the road. A video package for the Blade, Butcher and Bunny. They explained their actions from last week saying that they can't stand Cody who is the face of the company and that's about it. Another thing that uh, they also announced a tag team match 
So the Blade and the Butcher will be facing Cody and QT Marshall. Main event time John Moxley versus Joey Janela. Janela took down Moxley early on, but this just made Moxley even angrier. The two men traded chops until Moxley intervened with a headbutt. Janela then sidestepped Moxley, who crashed out to the elevated entrance ramp. He launched himself at Moxley, who was taken out with a taken out with a lariat. Moxley threw Janela back in the ring and continued punishing him during the commercial break. He took Janela and hit him with a nasty-looking release vertical suplex for a two-count. At one point, Moxley tried for the paradigm shift on the entrance ramp. Janela escaped and hit a tornado DDT instead. Janela took out Moxley with a suicide dive. Back in the ring, Moxley kicked out of Janela's crucifix bong before taking him down with a lariat. Janela sent Moxley headfirst into the bottom turnbuckle, forcing Mox to leave the ring. Janela then headed to the top rope and launched himself at Moxley. Both men go crashing through the ringkeeper's table. Final parts of the match saw both men fighting on the top rope. Moxley then hit a paradigm shift on the top turnbuckle. He hit another elevated paradigm shift that got him the victory here. Post-match, as Moxley was celebrating, Jericho came out with the inner circle. They were, uh, they were making their way from the crowd, something that Moxley did last week. Jericho posed with the AEW title as the show went up here. So overall, this was a good show. It had its lows with the whole Blade, Butcher, Bunny thing and also the Nightmare Collective. So these two things are not generating any interest as of now. So what did you guys think about the show? Let me know in the comment section below or on social media. You can find Slam Up Wrestling on Instagram at Slam Up Wrestling, Twitter at Slam Up W. Our podcast and reviews are mainly audio based and if you don't want your YouTube app running for that, then you can catch Slam Up Wrestling on Spotify and Anchor as well. And if you are watching on YouTube, then make sure to like this video. The like goals for this video are 10 likes, so make sure you do that. And don't forget to subscribe to Slam Up Wrestling. And we will see you guys next time.